Welcome to the teaching ministry of the man of God, Kelvin Elson Gadsen. Be ready to receive deep insight into the mysteries of Christ and be equipped in your inner mind to reign in glory in life. For great things, the anointing will bring down mountains, will raise valleys, the anointing will make the crooked straight, the anointing will break the yoke, but the glory will repel the yoke, the glory repels poverty. It repels sickness. It repels stress. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning, and pay. Very simple and short message for you. Sons fulfill the law. Sons exclamation fulfill the law. Amen. What's the message? Are you a son? Then it's a duty. You know, this one of the things that is raining Christianity down. Some say the law has been abolished. Have you heard that? What is happening? Some say we don't live by the law anymore. Have you heard that? What is happening? Well, ah. so we've heard. But let's see what the Bible says. The Bible is full of truth, right? Hallelujah. Amen. St. Matthew's Gospel. Let's begin from what Jesus himself said. St. Matthew's Gospel. Chapter 5. Verse number 17. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. He says, do not think that I have come to abolish the law. All the prophets, this is Jesus. Yes, like I say. says, do not think that I have come to abolish the yes, law or the prophets. And I so he spoke about the entire Old Testament. So I did not come to abolish it. So I'm a messiah, no? Who is speaking? Like I say. 
Who is speaking? Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? Jesus is a son. The first son. Jesus is God. And what did he say? Then what can you say? I did not come to abolish the law. Full stop. Meaning, just say after crucifixion, the law wasn't abolished. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus did not abolish the law. Yes, I'm a Samarano. He himself said, I did not come to abolish the law. But some says his death. Resurrection and ascension has abolished the law. Who is the liar, Jesus or them? Who is the liar? Who is the liar? Jesus or them? Yes, I said one. No, facts must be established. If you say the law is abolished, because Jesus came. And Jesus himself said, I did not come to abolish the law. Who is the liar? Is it Jesus? Or those who say the law is abolished? Let's see what he says. He says, do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophet. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Full stop. It doesn't matter how you think it. It doesn't matter how you explain it. He said, that is not what I came to do. I did not come to abolish it. I came to fulfill it. So realize one thing. That those who say the law has been abolished. They say so because they cannot fulfill it. Fulfilling the law is not for the Greek. Neither is it for the Jew. It's for sons. <laughs> A Jew cannot fulfill the law. Jew needs me to a Greek cannot fulfill the law. A Ghanaian cannot fulfill the law. Neither can American fulfill the law. But the sons of God fulfill the law. So people have it in mind that uh, that shall not steal, that shall not. It's past. Yes. Is being fulfilled but not passed. Verse 18. We run into 20. It's 17 to 20. It says, For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, is heaven passed? Is the earth passed? Until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota. Iota means comma or dot. Not a dot will pass from the word until all is accomplished. Hmm. Now, now let's let, let see the beauty. Let it means that until Jesus comes, when you are studying the Bible, when you see comma, dot, Charlie, pay attention. Hmm. Try to find the meaning of that comma. Why comma? Why dot? Because every single letter in the Bible matters. Matters. Let me give you an example. The word in 
I-N. In Greek, it says en, E-N. That one word means by, in, and when. One word. Mm. So it depends on when and how it is used. It has three different meanings. That is why it is important for us to study the word of God with care. So, so when Jesus says, I am in you, he means I am in you, I am by you, I am with you. Are you here? Not just not, not just in me, when I need, I need something exposed, I, I'm thinking, how do I bring Jesus out to expose it? He is with you. He is by you. Are you hearing this? Verse 18, one more time. He says, For truly I say to you, unto heaven and earth pass away, not an iota nor a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. And this is the reason why they say the law has been abolished. Because they think the law has been accomplished. They think the law has been accomplished. But the law has not yet been accomplished. Can I tell you why? Have you not heard of stealing this week? Have you not heard of rape? Murder? You yourself, have you not lied within the last seven years? I'm a preacher. So all has not been accomplished. It's when will year. all be accomplished? When he rapture us. It doesn't end our rapture. It ends when we land in heaven. It ends when we land in heaven. But something amazing. We need to know. 19. Verse number 19. Therefore, whosoever relax, relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. Brother, we are to teach all. And we ourselves are to obey all. I know it's a kingdom of priests. I know I know Zoe, everybody is brought up as a minister of God. You are to teach all, and you yourself, you are to live all. As we go on, you will see much more explanation. He says, but whosoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Verse 20. Verse 20. For I tell you, unless your righteousness, whose righteousness? People are thieves. They steal the word of God. Who is speaking? Who is speaking? He says, whose righteousness? Did he say his righteousness? Next week we'll get there, you understand. He says, Un until your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Never. He did not say until my righteousness in you. He says, whose righteousness? You. People say it's not by works. But Jesus says he will pass our works through us. 
fire. Twisted scriptures. Whose works? Is he going to pass his own works? Fire? No. Whose works will be passed through fire? Us. Whose righteousness? Us. Why is it so? Because as salvation, he gifted you what you lost. He gave you his own righteousness because yours could not sustain him. So he has changed your life with his. He took your sinful nature and gave you his righteous nature and said you have lived a sinful life. Why did you live a sinful life? Because Adam has changed his righteous nature with Satan. He gave Satan his righteous nature and took from Satan his sinful nature. Do you understand what I just said? So Adam became sinful because he had traded his righteousness. And Jesus came and traded our sinfulness. Now, when Adam was righteous, he lived it. When he became sinful, he lived it. When you became sinful, you lived it. When Jesus exchanged it, he says, now, Leave it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus did not say, I have exchanged it, so do whatever you want. Let me ask a simple question. I know that almost every Ghanaian has tasted school. And we pay school fees. We are paid by our parents. Now, did your mother pay your school fees or your father pay your school fees? To go to school and learn. Or when you are asked to go to school, you enter town and begin a vagabond life. Which one? Which one, church? Go and what? So Jesus, did he pay for our sins to stop sinning or to continue to sin? Simple. There are some things, don't say, don't say they showed me the scripture. You yourself, be wise. Jesus said, be wise as a serpent. There are some things you don't need scriptures to understand. The wisdom of God in you should teach you. Very simple. Let me, let me ask another question. Don't be annoying at me. I'm just no, asking no, a question. Please. I had a wonderful testimony here this morning. I, I, was, I was barely in tears. Mm. Now, question. Did, did she, the young lady, that beautiful lady, be on your feet? Yes. Did you ask Christ to heal you so you become sick again? Or to, or to heal you to be healthy? To heal you to be healthy. Mm. Is that not it? But as for our sins, we believe Christ has taken our sins away to sin more. Please take your seat. Are you asking Christ to make sure you prosper so that you don't become poor again? Or are you asking Christ to make sure you prosper and be poor again? Basic questions. Let's go class one. 
so that we try to understand. Do you drink water? Not to be thirsty or to quench your thirst. Or do you drink water to be more thirsty? To, do you eat to be full? Or you eat to be hungry? I want to turn today's service to a Wednesday service. Practical. Mm. That we understand. Very simple. simple so bra. no matter the reason you find to sin, you are abusing God's crucifixion. Mm. But you see, we do all these things. When, thank you, dear Lord Jesus. When we fall short of something, then we run to Him. If you want to prosper in this place, let me see you. I'll show you two things. As for me, I'll put two hands up. Mm. I need money for the gospel. Hi. <laughs> Can uh, if I wish I could raise my two legs. So it wouldn't be proper if I show you the way to prosper. Can I show you? Amazingly, the way to prosper is more evident in the law. Than in the gospel, Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And all other things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6 33. But in the law, he explained how to seek the kingdom. Isn't it amazing? Joshua 1 8. Very simple scripture. Joshua. Joshua. Hallelujah. Amen. Joshua 1, verse 8, he says, This book of law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it when? Meaning 24 7. Mm. The word should not depart from you. Well, if the word does not depart, you are far from sin. Then he says, so that you may be careful to do according to all how many? all that is written in it for then for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good simple and if you want to see this happening in your new creation life he has shown you the way he has shown you the way. I'll read it quickly. Galatians 5, 16. He has shown you the way. It says, But I say, walk in the spirit, and not, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desire of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desire of the spirit against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other. To keep you from doing the things you want to do. But... If you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Mm. When do you jump from the law? 
this is critical. When, when you are led by the, not when you have received the Holy Ghost. No. <laughs> so there are fire waiting for me in my house. Pastor Walter, you know, you know that. I know Collins will crucify us today. Collins, so we are reading from Paul. His best friend is Paul. Hallelujah. Are you seeing it? There's a way to exit the law. How do you exit it? You fulfill it. He says, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. 19. See the beauty. He says, he says, now the works of the flesh are evident. So the works of the flesh is the law. The works of the flesh is the law. The works of the flesh is the law. If you take the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not cause adultery. Thou shalt not steal. It is not your spirit that steals. It is not your spirit that covets. Everything he says don't do is done by your flesh. So when you exit the life of the flesh, you have fulfilled the law. And I can tell you boldly that Jesus never lived the life of the flesh. He lived the life of the spirit. For he himself was a spirit. So I say, if he walked here in flesh, John 1 14 says it's so clear. Say, and the word became flesh. Here it is, the word, which is a spirit, became and dwelled among us. But you see, the word was flesh and dwelled among us, but he behold the glory of the Father, the presence. Meaning, he was led by the Spirit. He says, the ways that I do, I do not do them on my own, but my Father who dwells in me, he doeth them. So he had a life of the presence. He had a life of the Father. He had a life of God. And that's what we are expected to do. Verse, verse 19. Where was I? 18 or 19? He says, now, the works of the flesh are evidence, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, 20. Adultery, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, 21. Envy, drunkenness, all these, and things like these, I warn you. He says what? He did not pamper. I warn you. I warn you, as I warn you before that, as I warn you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Brother, when you go home, take this scripture, go back to verse 18, begin to count them, the things. If, if you know you are not living it, you underline it with green. If you know your life is full of ogies, Market mm. rum with red and deal with it. Mm. You are fulfilling the law. You are what? Fulfilling the law. He says 20, 22. 
But the fruit of the Spirit, if you are led by the Spirit, your fruit is one what? Love. Underline the word love. That's all that I'm about to talk about. Because love brings joy, love brings peace, love brings patience, love brings kindness, love brings goodness. Love brings what? Faithfulness. So the first fruit of the Spirit produces all the fruits. And he goes ahead to tell you, 23, he says, 23 says, gentleness, self-control, against such, there is no law. Because if you are living according to the fruit of the Spirit, you have 100% fulfilled the law. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The law has not been abolished. But there is a life. There is a life against which there are no laws. Turn your Bibles with me. Let's keep going. Romans chapter 13, verse 8 to 14. I'm dealing with a lot of scriptures, so I'll be running quick. Romans 13, 8 to 14. It says, Oh, no one anything except to love each other. I'm not talking about the first fruit of the. I'm talking about the first fruit. Please, are you in church? I'm talking about the first fruit. Now, there are many new people among us, so I'll come back to 13.8. But let me tell you why it is so. First John chapter 4, verse number 8, declares something. That God is... First John 4, 8, it says, Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God, God doesn't have love. God doesn't give love. God doesn't show love. He shows what we call mercy or loving kindness. He is love. But, but somebody said, but for God so loved the world that he gave. It doesn't mean God loved the world. God exhibiting whom he is. That he gave us his only begotten son. Are you hearing me? Same chapter, verse 16, also says the same. That God is love. First John 4, 16, please. He says, so we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love. God is what? God is So if you are talking love, you are talking God. If you are living love, you are living now. Let's continue. Romans chapter 13, verse 8. But the love of God is not what we think about. You know, today love has been more defined to be sex. Love means sex. I'll say it raw. Mm. Love means sex. And they, they, there are people who have said to their wives, I love you, I love you, I love you. you. But they never told their children, I love you. They've never said to their... When was the last time a congregant told you, I love you? When was the last time? 
I only hear I love you, Pastor. When I'm puppy, I'm on puppy, then I say I love you. Then you say I love you too. Even, even that some will not say it. Because they are thinking when I say I love Pastor, I've thrown my waist. We have reduced love to sex. Love is not sex. Sex is the last of the flesh. That is why sex is mandated for only the marriage. Because when I'm having sex with my wife, I'm expressing my lust for her body. Mm. Not, not my lust for her mind. Nor for her spirit. I'm not having sex with her spirit. I'm having sex with her body. Mm. And I carry my body to enter her body. Do you see your spirit swinging on your wife? It's your body. What do you pump? You pump your body in her body. Sex is last of the flesh. Mm. Full stop. That is why Jesus never tried. Mm-hmm. It's not just one day It doesn't matter. You know, I cannot define fornication. I cannot define adultery. I can define the last of the flesh. There is no de- definition for lesbianism or gayism. There is no definition for masturbation. Do you masturbate to bring out water? You bring out sperm. Sperm is not for masturbation. It's for sex. Masturbation is not a sin, it's murder. So if murder is a sin, the masturbation becomes a double sin. Because masturbation alone is a sin. Murder is a sin. One plus one equals to two. You know, what, the last one is that they use soap, um, Cream, baby oil, and which ones? Gel. You are also wasting materials. <laughs> Hallelujah. The woman say, oh, but as for us, we don't do that. that. Yeah, yes, sir. We use banana and the rest. Yeah, you are destroying the way to the kingdom. Many, many women are struggling in marriage because their husbands are not fit for the kingdom. Because you have created elasticity. Your husband has become small. And when your husband is pumping, you don't feel anything. Who created it? You. You go, you go to, you go to the universities and there's competition. They bring, they are, what do they call, Dolly? What do they call it? Those toys, vibrators, and 
they bring it and they are checking the sizes. And you who have the biggest, somebody wants to buy the big, uh, bigger one than you. And you go and marry a man with a smaller. You are now looking for Kamu and the rest. In this case, the women are worse. They are worse. That is why some of you, your menstrual pain is so severe. You have destroyed some ovaries. Every, every healing school I deal with uh, uh, this ovarian cyst. Mm. I asked Pastor Water, what is this cyst? What does mm. it mean? He said, it's a tumor. It's a sin. Anything that makes you last for the flesh is a sin. Let me tell you the worst sin. The worst. We've not thought about it. When you are hungry and you get food, you overeat. Some will eat till they vomit. When you overeat, how is it called? Gluttony. And it's a it's a sin. Hallelujah. Amen. But against the fruit of the spirit, then so there are no laws. Romans eight, Romans thirteen eight. Are you here? I told you I'm teaching, but this one will not freeze you. Uh, whether you like it or not, they are, they are, they are lesbians among ope, us. Ope, ope. They are gays among Gay us. For, huh? Lesbian but for, I know huh? that today they have repented. Said, go, go and throw those vibrators away. Go and throw them away. There, there are some men when they enter the bathroom, they come after two hours. What are they doing there? Zoe! A higher life. What are they doing there? Can I preach? Oh no one anything. Except love. And I've spoken about the other side we express as love, which is not good. Except to love each other. For the one who loves another. Continue. Hey, the one who loves another. Hey, the one who loves another. The one who loves another. The one who loves another. So is the law abolished? But we are to. Because all the Ten Commandments talk about love. All other commandments that Moses gave is Emra, all about love. Now let me explain. Galatians chapter 5, verse number 6. Are you here? Galatians chapter 5, verse number 6. For in Christ Jesus, what? in Christ Jesus, not outside Christ. In Christ, living in Christ, living in the word, walking according to the word. But in Christ Jesus, 
neither circumcision or uncircumcision come for anything. But only how many things? Only faith. Only faith. Working. Do, do you see the word working? But we are not supposed to work anything. It means the works of a believer is spiritual. Not physical. But faith working through love. Faith. Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing. Faith, how does faith come? How, how? And hearing, we need to understand this particular scripture. It will lead us to fulfilling the law. Faith comes through hearing, not listening. As I'm preaching, some are hearing, some are listening. That is why in the book of Revelation and throughout the gospel, Jesus said, he that have ears, let him what ears is he talking about? It's a spiritual ears. The ears of your spirit. The ears of your heart. If they are open, let him hear. If they are closed, you can't hear. You only listen. Who is a listener? Who is a hearer? A hearer is someone who absorbs the sound. And might also know the meaning. Not just here. That's, that's a listener. He hears the sound. He knows the meaning. A hearer also hears the sounds. He knows the meaning. But the difference between a listener and a hearer is a doer. He that doeth what he hears is a hearer. He that doeth is not is a listener. So we have faith because we are doing what we have. We are doing the word through Christ. Through yes, the Holy Ghost. Now, Through the power of God. We are doing what we have. Do you get it? Do you get it? Are you sure? Do you get it? So, doing what you have. But faith working through what? Love. Galatians 5 says. It's neither circumcision or uncircumcision. It's faith working through love. That's the definition of a holy life or sin. If your faith is not working through love, you are still living in sin or under the law. If your faith is working through love, you are fulfilling the law. Now, he says, Faith working through love. So doing what you have, doing what you have, doing what you have, living the word with love. What does it mean? Living the life of Christ because God is love. Living 
the life of Christ in totality without exemption. Without exemption. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can we continue? Verse, verse 9 of Romans chapter 13. Let's continue from verse 9. It says, For the commandment, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And any other, and any other commandment are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as all the commandments summed up in one word. So all the commandments are summed up in one word. One personality, God. Do you get it? So if you say you are a, a, a Christian, then you need to live the life of God. You, live, you need to live which life? The life of the life of that is a proof that you are a believer. It's not about going to church. It's not about going to church. Verse 10. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is fulfilling. The Jesus came yes, to fulfill the law so be the because so. he is yes, a seed no. of love. Yes, For God so loved the world yes, that, yes, he gave, yes, that he gave. Yes, Jesus is a seed yes, of love. So living in love yes, is fulfilling the law. Yes, and against such, yes, against living in love, yes, there are no law. It doesn't mean the law has been abolished. It is there. But you are fulfilling it. Why couldn't the children of Israel fulfill it? After verse 12, I will tell you. Next verse, Alex. He says, Besides this, you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is near to us. Now done when we first believed verse 12 the night is far gone the day is at hand so then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light the armor of light which armor is he talking about the armor of the white because the Bible says Jesus Christ is the light of the world. And you have become born again to become the light of the world. Matthew 5.14, you are the light of the world. Praise God. Hallelujah. What a joy. Living in love is fulfilling the law. Yes. Jesus did not fulfill the law that you don't need to fulfill it. He fulfilled the law to show us how to fulfill it. 
Jesus Christ fulfilled the law that we know how to live according to the law which we have not known. Let me show you. Galatians chapter 4, verse number 1. That a hair, as long as it's a child, is no different from a slave, though he is the owner of everything. Our childishness is when we still live in slavery. That's for another day, verse 2. But he's under a guardian and manager until the date set by his father. We will be controlled by the kingdom of darkness until the day set by God. Had come to us. That's the day of salvation. And you have received salvation. Verse 3. In the same way, we also, when we were children, were enslaved to the elemental principles of the world. We were enslaved to the elemental principles of the world, to the law. Verse number 4. But when the fullness of time had come, so when the fullness of time comes, something different happened. God sent forth his son, born of, born of woman, born under the law. Jesus was born under the law. Same as you and I. Born under the law. If we were not born under the law, we wouldn't have come through the first Adamic race. We would have come through the second Adamic race. In the second Adamic race, which is the life of Jesus, there was no sex, but there was birth. If your mother and father had sex to bring you out, then you entered the world through the first Adamic race. So you entered the world under the law. Therefore, to be able to make it to heaven, you need to fulfill the law. The Bible has asked us to fulfill it. We read it right here this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 5. Let's add verse 5 and 6. To redeem those who were under the law so, so that we might receive adoption as who? Adoption as who? To redeem us from the law so to become sons. Meaning those under the law were children. And Jesus also lived as a child. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And became a son. So when we become sons, our life now is to fulfill the law, not to abolish it. Because the law shall not pass away. Verse 6. He says, And because you are sons, God has sent his spirit. God has sent the spirit of his son into our heart, crying, Abba, Father. And we have received the Holy Ghost. We have received to leave us sons. We have received to leave us brother, we have received 
to leave us. Why? Because the fruit of the Holy Spirit is what set aside the Lord. The fruit of the Holy Spirit against such against such against such Against such, against such, speak in the Holy Ghost. Here I am, here I am, here I am, here I am, here I am. We know you've been blessed. You can fellowship with Zoe Outreach Embassy in any of our branches. For further inquiries, kindly call plus 233 54 54 11994.